With Holy Nerd Alliance, we are trying to build a positive community that's safe for you to listen to at work and in front of your kids and family. We understand that there are a lot of different podcasts you can listen to or videos you can watch, so it means a lot that you choose us. We ask that you join us as we build this passion project because we have a lot of ideas for the future. We want to make those ideas happen, but we have to start small. So please join us every week for our podcast and give us your feedback. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hi. <laughs> they weren't ready for that for whatever reason. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Matt couldn't be here today. Uh, he set everything up and then he bounced. So joining us today is our good friend, Mr. Caleb. Nice to meet you. Caleb, before we get in the news, we're going to ask you, what is your earliest video game memories? First memory I ever have playing any kind of video game at all is on a plane trip to North Carolina. The guy sitting next to me on the plane had a Pokemon Red version and let me play it for the duration of the flight until I found Mewtwo, and then he took the game away from me. (laughs) Can't blame him. (laughs) No, he did not want me to mess that up. (laughs) Awesome. So, uh, we got a couple news stories we're going to talk about today. Uh, Six, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, so first new story of the day, Kingdom Hearts 3, new trailer and box art. Uh, this comes from Patrick Kirk over at Game Rant. With Kingdom Hearts 3 getting closer every day, Square Enix is showing off more trailers leading up to the release of the highly anticipated game. This new trailer comes ahead of the Tokyo Game Show, and it highlights the new Big Hero 6 world as, oh, sorry, as well as some very interesting story developments that Kingdom Hearts 3 fans are sure to find interesting. This trailer is the full version of the teaser trailer that Square Enix released previously and highlights some scenery and gameplay from the Big Hero 6 world. Previously, this world was only shown in concept art, so this is the first time fans have seen San Francisco... San, San you got this. You got this. <laughs> I don't know. In all of its glory. <laughs> it seems Sora, Donald, and Goofy will get to team up with Hero and the gang to save the city from New Heartless. Much like previous trailers, Square Enix has released for the game. The first half of the trailer focuses on gameplay, while the latter half focuses on cinematics and story. There's a lot to digest in this trailer, which has a ton of story implications for Kingdom Hearts 3. Many original members from Organization 13 are back, including some who have not been seen until this trailer. Like, Derek, what are you doing? <laughs> Tyler has dropped his microphone or something. And not in a good way. (laughs) Fans also get their first look at the official box art for Kingdom Hearts 3, which was released alongside this new trailer. If it wasn't apparent already, the box art shows that Square Enix is bringing every story from the Kingdom Hearts franchise together for this massive game. It seems Square Enix is making full use of the extra time from the delay, as the trailer showcases many redesigned and updated character models and cinematics, the chess game between young Xehanort and young Iroquois, Eric, sorry, Ericus. It was weird on my. <laughs> it was one of the first shots of Kingdom Hearts three ever shown, 
and it looks remarkably better than when it was first shown at E3 2015. If the rest of the game is getting the polish and upgrades that this one scene got, then Kingdom Hearts 3 will definitely be worth the wait. So, myself, Tyler, and Caleb are very excited for this game. Yeah. Every trailer I don't want to watch, but I know I'll see things from it anyway, so I just watch uh-huh. it anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. Because <laughs> the internet. That's exactly how it goes for me, too. I have been trying to avoid trailers for the most part. There have been a few that I've seen, notably the one where Aqua was revealed as a maybe vessel. Maybe. We're not sure. Pretty a lot sure. of people are sure, I, but I, I'm I not. I thought that was confirmed by Nomura, but okay. Uh, but I have also been made aware of certain things that happen in them. Um, I did actually watch the most recent trailer because I was very excited about it, but I am missing some of them. Yeah. Uh, also, the box art obviously is beautiful as always. Oh, absolutely. They, Kingdom Hearts, they know how to do art. <laughs> I, I made it my fun background almost immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting thing about the box art, though, is the number of characters is 13. And if you look closely at the tower, the clock, clock tower, they it actually has 13 numbers right. instead of 12. Hmm. And the hand... The is hands up. are on like seven and thirteen yeah, too. So yeah. this is and then the lights, numbers and the blue lights stuff. at the top also are seven counting up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, One of the, there, there's other Easter eggs in this too. <laughs> like somebody noticed there's this little cat in the background, and somebody's like, "Is that Namora's cat?" Is it an <laughs> actual cat or is it a? It, it's not a charity. It's just like an actual cat. And wasn't there also like a not a heartless but something? What's it called? The darkness thing? Uh, the Darkling. Yeah. Yeah, they're people, according to the Union Cross story, they are people that have fallen to darkness, but they're not actually heartless, okay. so. Well, that's all very exciting. Four months away, unfortunately, can't commit our lives to it yet. <laughs> and, yep. <laughs> and sad, because he's left out. Yeah, I'm pretty depressed right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, I will, I don't even like, I didn't even watch the trailer. I got the, <laughs> I got the notes last yesterday, I didn't even watch the trailer, because I was like, have no chance of playing this video game so it's just depressing <laughs> to watch so then i watched it and now i'm i'm, I'm really sad it's like are you getting a playstation i want to get a playstation i'm hoping by the first of the year to have a playstation 4 listen you get it first of the year you get a playstation you buy the two collections just play quit your job play <laughs> and then at the end of the month you can play commercial i'm telling you it's that might be the only way to play video games coming up this next year. I mean, between the PS4 and the, X- and the Nintendo Switch, I mean, Ridiculous. life is over. Uh, one of the things that I actually really enjoy about the cover art is that the art style is becoming more in line with what the cinematics look like. If you look at some of the earlier Kingdom Hearts games cover arts, they look very different than their in-game character mm-hmm. models. Um, specifically the Birth by Sleep trio, which isn't that recent as far as Kingdom Hearts goes. But when you look at the character models in these artworks, they are very similar to what they look like in the actual game. I appreciated that. All right. New story number two. Uh, Capcom Vancouver shut down. This comes from Allegra Frank over at Polygon. Uh, Capcom Vancouver, the developer best known for the Dead Rising franchise, has closed its doors. An announcement on Twitter last night confirmed that after more than a decade, the studio is no longer active. We're sad to announce that effective today, Capcom Vancouver has suspended operations. A tweet from the official Capcom Vancouver account reads, We want to express our deepest thanks 
to our team and our fans for all your support. Gamesindustry.biz received a statement from Capcom itself that all of the in-progress projects at Vancouver have been canceled as well uh, as part of the closure. All staff, 158 people total, have been laid off as well. The shutdown will result in a $40 million loss for Capcom, according to a note to investors. Capcom will... Oh, excuse me. Capcom will instead redouble its efforts toward developing games in Japan, where the company's teams have had major success over the last year, especially thanks to a little game called Monster Hunter World, which has set huge sales records for the company. Over the years, Capcom Vancouver struggled to maintain its footing. The most recent game developed by the studio was Puzzle Fighter for mobile, which was no monster hit. The free-to-play title shut down mere months after it hit app stores. Prior to that, it launched Dead Rising 4 in 2016 to lukewarm reviews. What this all means for Dead Rising is one of the biggest remaining questions. A sequel was reportedly in the works, but for now it sounds like the zombie franchise may have been put to rest alongside the studio. Uh, Dead Rising uh, was a really popular series on like 360. I think it was the 360 exclusive, if I'm remembering correctly. I, I dabbled, but I never really got into it. Did you guys ever play Dead Rising? Never played it. Not that uh, I, I played it a lot, a lot with my brother. He uh, he progressed through almost all of the storyline, only to tell me that the ending was anticlimactic. The first game? <laughs> yes. Okay. He was actually very excited about Dead Rising 2, though, because the, according to him, the story was not really the highlight of the game. It was getting to run around and do stuff. Yeah, it, that's what it seemed like. The, the game, the story was not... As good as the gameplay where you would create new weapons out of weird things you wouldn't normally put together and yeah. do weird stuff like that. Another thing that he enjoyed was the different areas you could go to. He compared it actually to uh, Red Dead Redemption, the Undead I uh, played, DLC I version. The Undead, one. the Undead one was a lot. It was very interesting. I didn't even. I don't actually know if there is a story to that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just there was zombies and there was unicorns. Uh, okay, sure. Well, I know I know Bigfoot had a storyline in that one, but I I don't know. I That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, unfortunate for Capcom losing out on forty million dollars and whole studio closure. I did see on Twitter uh, on for this closure, and and we'll talk about uh, another one later. But uh, Ubisoft and Blizzard both tweeted at people who work there and was like. You know, we have openings and stuff, so that's cool. Ooh, that's awesome. I, yeah, I was thinking about that earlier today. I'm like, I mean, I can see the company shutting down. I mean, obviously, I mean, this I Dead this Rising is only the only Capcom studio outside of Japan. I think I believe so. Yeah, and I mean, and it's good. They need to go back. I mean, obviously, their efforts in Japan, those games that they create there. I mean, Mega Man and well, they've been on a roll with <clears throat> Resident Evil Seven first, kind of kicked off their their revival, and then Monster Hunter World and. Resident Evil 2 comes out next year and yep. Mega Man 11 in a few weeks. So. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, they've obviously had the success, and it's cool that they're going to go back and double their efforts, so maybe we can see some more games by Capcom. I mean, Capcom's been around for for a long time, so it's cool to see them kind of going back, doubling back, and saying, okay, well, we need to reevaluate. But it's also, I was thinking about this earlier today, it's, it's a lot of people to lay off, and a lot of people lose their job. And the industry, I mean, it's a big industry, but it's not one of those industries where okay well i'm laid off here i'm gonna just go find another job here you know so they gotta they're all spread out too like yeah you know, most of them in california but just different parts like san francisco and la and yeah stuff like that so well it's kind of like 
But one of the cool it, things is about, you know, you said it was Blizzard and who else that was? Blizzard and Ubisoft. See, the cool thing about that is that it really fosters a sense of community among game developers. It mm-hmm. encourages them to work together in the future because they know that, you know. Yeah, you see that a lot more these days, uh, especially with uh, the most recent thing that comes to mind as far as games go uh, is Ubisoft. Uh, well, you, actually, there's two that come to mind. Ubisoft and Nintendo, yep. which mm-hmm. made the Mario Kingdom rabbit yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't play. Mario and Rabbids. Everyone says it's good. It's not my... But, um, and then also uh, Ubisoft and Square have partnered. They made like an Assassin's Festival and Final Fantasy Fifteen, and I think there were Chocobos and Origins DLC. I think for Assassin's Creed, so you just see more companies come together and stuff. Yeah, and you, this year you can't really talk about you know com- companies collaborating without mentioning the Better Together update for Minecraft. Oh, which yeah, is- that too. You know, not only just cross company, but also cross platform. Like it's, I as far as I know, there's only been like two games in all of history, and one of them was on the PlayStation One. So it's a uh, it's a really big deal that we have these companies working together. I think it'll help unite well, fans and in some of the stigma. Going to say cross platform minus Sony because yeah, Sony Sony's being both. Sony is the one that's not this better together company. So I just got to throw that out there. Yeah, our system is the been... best system. You should play on ours. <laughs> yeah, they are. They have shut down all cross-platform play with any other cro- any other platforms. Yeah, but PC sometimes. Yeah, I guess. yeah, but they've also been focusing more on some exclusives. They've had a lot of exclusives come out in the past couple months and on the which horizon is, that are going to be probably huge money makers. Right. Which is cool. And, and I can pre exclusives as well sell systems. I mean, that's uh-huh. why Nintendo yeah. is so hot right now because they got a bunch of you know. First party, you know, titles are coming in Nintendo titles and PlayStation. It's the same way they got exclusive titles where Xbox just kind of piggybacks off of everybody else's releases. But Sony's just—I mean—they just holding on to this whole "I don't want to, I don't like you, I'm not giving you anything" <laughs> kind of mentality, and it's it stinks. But this is cool. I'd say Blizzard, I think, has been one of the biggest companies this year to reach out and kind of share the wealth. I mean, they've stepped out with Nintendo, which is a huge deal. I mean, Blizzard's... I... And Nintendo 64 with StarCraft, I think, was the last Oh, one, yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's... I mean, Blizzard's... No, I think there was a... Doom... No, Doom was... Doom. Bethesda, but... Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a, I mean it's exciting for Blizzard to to open up their doors and be like, hey, welcome in because Blizzard's a huge company. I mean they've obviously I mean World of Warcraft and well Activision owns Blizzard, so yeah. it's an even bigger company. Yeah, <laughs> which another is... thing to consider is that the Capcom has been an old company. It's been around for a while and they've had huge successes. So you don't want that talent to just disappear. You oh, want to yeah. try and bring, keep oh, yeah, it in there even not. if it has to change. Yeah, right. I mean, absolutely. Dead Dead Rising, while not. You know, overly popular. Those games, as far as I understand, have always been like solid games. Like they, you know, good gameplay, good, good mechanics and stuff. So yeah, I've never heard anything bad from people that's. I mean, that's played it. That's right. in fans. They've always had good things to say. But all right, uh, these next two stories kind of go hand in hand a little bit. So I'm going to read both of them and, and we'll discuss them. <laughs> and already shaking his head. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, number three, PlayStation Classic. Uh, this comes from the PlayStation blog. Almost 25 years ago, the original PlayStation was introduced to the world. Developed by Sony Computer Entertainment, it was the first home console in video game history to ship 100 million units worldwide, offering consumers a chance to play games with real-time 3D rendered graphics in their homes. Today we are excited to announce that we are bringing back the original PlayStation experience in a new miniaturized version 
PlayStation Classic. The console will come with preloaded will come preloaded with twenty classic titles, including fan favorites such as Final Fantasy VII, not eight, Aaron. Yeah, again, <laughs> people Gen- are hating. <laughs> They're hating. Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer, Type Four, uh, Tekken Three, and Wild Arms. The mini console is approximately forty five percent smaller than the original PlayStation. And it emulates the original's look and feel by featuring similar controllers and packaging. Longtime fans will appreciate the nostalgia that comes with rediscovering the games they know and love. While gamers who might be new to the platform can enjoy the groundbreaking, brown, uh, groundbreaking PlayStation console experience that started at, at all, all of the preloaded games will be playable in their original format. Available for pre-order at select retails across the U.S. and Canada, each unit will also come with an HDMI cable to connect their TV, a USB cable, and two controllers for local multiplayer within compatible titles. Uh, PlayStation Classic will be available for $99.99 U.S. dollars or $129.99 Canadian dollars on December 3rd, 2018. A historic date for all of us at PlayStation, which I guess is the original release date. I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, you can visit PlayStation.com for more details on uh, region availability. Stay tuned to the blog for a full lineup of titles coming to PlayStation Classic. Uh, okay, next story kind of goes along with this, I think, and we'll talk about it. This is, this is like the main topic of the show, I think. Uh, PlayStation Now downloads. This comes from Business Insider. Uh, starting September 20th, PlayStation Now subscribers will have the option to download full PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 2 games to their console for offline play, giving them access to a huge library and a more enjoyable playing experience. Prior to the announcement, players were limited to streaming games from the PlayStation Now library, which required a constant internet connection. Because of the bandwidth uh, required to stream games, image quality is less consistent than that which is installed and the controls can be slightly delayed. Saving PS Now titles to their home console will give players the ability to purchase additional downloadable content and add-ons, expanding playtime on individual games. If a player started playing a game using the streaming service, they can transfer their save, download the title for offline play, and continue where they left off without having to log back into the PlayStation Network. PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 4 titles are now available for download. PlayStation Now has undergone a number of significant changes since its first entered open beta in 2014. The service was once available on the PlayStation 3, Vita, and even some Sony and Samsung televisions, but has since been limited to just PlayStation 4 and Windows. PlayStation Now normally offers streaming to 12 countries at $19.99 per month, but new subscribers can join for one month at $9.99 or three months at $44.99. PlayStation Plus subscribers can get three months of PlayStation Now for $30. A full subscription costs $99.99. The ability to download full titles of PlayStation Now gives Sony an analog to Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which launched earlier this summer for Windows and Xbox consoles. Game Pass owners can download as many games as they want to their computer and Xbox with no limits as long as their subscription is live. Um, So, ending off there... Uh, well, I think that these stories kind of go hand in hand. So just first off, first impressions of the PlayStation Classic, Aaron. Um, I think it, I mean, I'm not, 
I don't. I think it's a copy. I think it's a PlayStation Sony's kind of way of attacking Nintendo. I think Nintendo has success with the NES and SNES Mini. PlayStation's just piggybacking off that success. It's a, it's a nostalgia thing. They're like, oh, well, that's sold. Let's do the same thing. I don't know if it's that exciting. I mean, for the price tag, ninety nine ninety nine for twenty PlayStation games, and then. If you scroll down to the bottom of the website, not only do you have to buy the console, but then the AC adapter is sold separately. So you yeah, get the HDMI uh... cable, but then you got, I have to play to plug it in. I mean, I pay to plug it in. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I mean, I'm excited. PlayStation 1 was a great console. I own the PlayStation 1. That probably is what got me into gaming hardcore. Like, it was just, I mean, it was a whole, it was a, it was a turn of gaming and the whole gaming world. But is a PlayStation Mini worth going back and buying for 100 bucks? I don't think so. I just don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, the games, again, Final Fantasy VIII is not on there. Maybe that was on there that might have stolen me, but it's not, so now it's the not. The only way you can play it. <laughs> <laughs> there's still 15 games they got in it. Yeah. And that's, and there's, I mean, and it's possible, I mean, there might be Final Fantasy VIII, and there's some games, there's some great games on the PlayStation, mm. but you still, people still own PlayStation 2s. That can as backwards compatible with PlayStation. If they and they own those, three was even backwards compatible. Yeah, with PlayStation One. So if PlayStation Four could just get off their their high horse and make the PlayStation Four backwards compatible, we'd all have a good. I mean, it's just. <laughs> but then no one would buy a P- PlayStation Mini. Well, that's the. <laughs> all poor Sony wouldn't have enough money. I'm just okay. Rants over. I got stop because it's just. I mean, I don't know. I just. It's to me, it's not as exciting as the NES Mini was. Well. Uh, I still own the original PlayStation 1, so, I mean, I'm not super excited about it. Maybe once I see the other 15 games, if, like, maybe a Final Fantasy VIII is shown on it. <laughs> but, huh. um, I, I agree with Aaron. The whole AC adapter thing is really dumb move. But the, the new 3DS didn't either, did it? Like, it, they sold them without no, AC adapters. No, but if you think starters. about... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to the fence and down there real quick, not to catch you <laughs> off, but... When you bought a new 3DS, the idea was that you were going in for an upgrade. And if you went in for an upgrade, you've already got an AC adapter from a previous DS system, and they all work for the new but 3DS. But you're coming into the system for the first time? Well, then it just sucks. <laughs> but I actually had to do that. The AC yeah, adapter see. is, what, 10 bucks for the 3DS? Uh, it was 15 No, oh, well, you got, you got taken, but not playing. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, okay, you're continue. probably going to be spending about I'm the sorry. same amount of money on a... PlayStation Classic. We'll see. It's Sony. They'll stamp their name on it um, and charge double the price. Another thing, I like the original PlayStation controller. I do. It. I, I still like the design, but they really should include an analog controller option. <laughs> yeah, at least sell it separately, maybe, for like right. 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep jacking up the price a little bit more. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. do you have any thoughts on uh, growing up, I only had a N64 and GameCube, and because of that, I never sold them because I loved the games too much. So part of me is thinking that, yeah, nostalgia is great and all, but if you really cared about this stuff, if you were very nostalgic, you wouldn't have sold it in the first place. Um, same thing with the SNES Mini and the NES Mini. I I never quite understood the concept of it because, you know, yeah, I could go and buy this SNES Mini with 20 games that I can't add anything to, or I can just go spend maybe a little bit more and get the actual console and then have whatever games I want, and I don't have to pick and choose what they decide is worthwhile. The problem with that is some of those games can be really expensive and hard to find now. Um, Earthbound so, comes to mind. It's like 200 right. dollars Yes, right, right, right. So, yeah. Personally, I thought the NES and SNES Mini, I jumped on the chances to have those because I never had those consoles, and sure, I could buy the console for probably 30 40 bucks. 
but some of those games are just difficult to find, so it was just much more convenient. Plus, a lot of those batteries are probably about gone, say batteries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's an easy fix. I've replaced those batteries multiple times with nothing but a pen. Not everyone does that. <laughs> no, um, I... I was kind of torn. I'm kind of torn about this. I don't know yet. I do have one pre-order just in case on Amazon because <laughs> they don't charge you till they ship. It hurts so, my heart. I know. <laughs> PlayStation was my first system. My dad had one, and that's what I played the first games on. Uh, like I think I said last week, we growing up we had a lot of the more licensed games and not like the original, you know, great PlayStation games. Uh, the only one that I can think of that wasn't licensed that I played a lot was Rayman 2, uh, which was Ubisoft. Um, but uh, we had a lot of like the Star Wars license and uh, like Toy Story 2 was my first game. But um, We did have the Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. 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 As, like, that was license. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, no. But uh, I did see, like, I didn't play Final Fantasy 7. I was a lot older. Wild Arms, I've never played. Everyone says it's really good. That's an awesome game. Yeah. Just throwing that up. That is, I mean. I've never played it, but, uh, so, and, like, part of me, like, I, I bought the, the Nintendo classes because, one, I never used them, and, two, I want to have them for my own children one day. Like, oh, this is what we had, they had, you know, a long time ago. They will hate it, and they won't play it, but <laughs> it'll still be cool to show them. <laughs> Same thing with this. The PlayStation One games did not age well at all, like graphics wise. Uh, they don't. They don't look. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you plug it into an HD TV, I guarantee uh. they won't hold up. But so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how Link has no comes this summer. But uh, I am excited to know what the other titles are. Uh, some a lot of the names that, that, that have been thrown around are uh, Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. Which uh, seems like a given, I think. I would hope so. But um, mm-hmm. uh, Crash Team Racing. That's like Nintendo's, or I'm sorry, uh, PlayStation's kart racer. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, said, everyone likes it. I don't know. Everyone th- like, every game system went through a phase at one point where they had a racing game that nobody asked for. <laughs> well, except for Nintendo, it got Mario Kart. Well, yeah, they started it. That's right. <laughs> but everybody asked for it. Uh, what else? Uh, there was... Um, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is one I've been seeing a lot. Um, there's some more, but I'm, I'm blanking on them. So hopefully they give us some good good games. Um, I think Persona Two is something. Persona I've been Two a was lot. one of them I seen yeah, a lot too. There's a lot of good games. I mean, so, people were I was writing some of the comments on the oh, on the uh, website. Dragon Warrior Seven would be cool. Dragon Warrior like, Seven would be awesome. It was 2D on the PlayStation, wasn't it? It was. This uh, good question. I don't remember. It it's been a long time since I played it. I, it I know it was very obviously. It was 3ds remake. The but... 3ds remake they did. They made a lot of improvements <laughs> that were needed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games on the PlayStation One. And some people in the comments they dropped a couple of names. And I mean, those are good games. Chrono Cross, yeah, the yeah, sequel to Chrono Trigger, yeah. great game, hard to come by. Um, Legend of Dragoon is another RPG. I mean, there's a lot of RPGs that came out on the Sony yeah. PlayStation One, but. I mean, there's a game I can remember playing. We whenever see it, but a game called Pandemonium. It was like a platformer, 3D port. I mean, those games. If those games came, then I would seriously think about buying the PlayStation. But Final Fantasy VII is just not a big seller, especially since we're getting it on the Switch next year. So yeah. now if eight's on there, 
It's the only way. It's the only way. Yeah, it's, that I know. Would be hilarious. it's the only way I'm gonna get to play the game. <laughs> would be great as if the other 14 games were every Final Fantasy team except that. Hey, I don't know what the, I don't know what the hate is about Final Fantasy VIII. I mean, people will need to play it and get. They need to get on. I told you I, after I after we're done, I'm done with Octopath. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. This I haven't decided if I'm going to get a, uh, I'm gonna put it on a PSP or I'm gonna. Get it on a computer and have a little bit of a higher graphic thing. But this might be an unpopular the... opinion, but I've never played a Final Fantasy game ever. Well, the closest thing I've ever played is Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, I'll pray for you. <laughs> Were you gonna say something like that? Uh, Final Fantasy VIII was on the PS3, wasn't it? As a PlayStation One classic, yeah. but I don't know if I want that blown up on my <laughs> 4K TV. Oh yeah, it won't. It though. It'd be like... Want, like a smaller screen or do a computer version with a. I will say, okay. I will say, Final Fantasy Seven or Eight graphics is not as. It's not, they went for more of a realistic. Look yes. Instead of the fantasy look. When it's like Final Fantasy Seven, if you play it on PS One, it's all cubed and right. like. But Final Fantasy Eight is not broken down like that. The characters don't look like they got a little bit more it's shape. Just, it's like with Ten was made on PlayStation. Square yeah. Is a shape. Do what? Square is a shape. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it's more of a solid. Like it, it just flows. Instead of broken up. Smooth and, is the word you're looking for. Yes, thank you, Caleb. I'm so glad you're here today. <laughs> I'm not getting invited back. <laughs> Moving on to uh, part two of this, which I think is is uh, a piece of this, uh, is the PlayStation Now downloads. It's a, it's a baby step in the right direction, but still, what what's going on? Guys, like, why can't I pop in a PS2 disc and play it on PS4? Or a PS3 disc, for that matter. Yeah. Like, I, I have a shelf right there of PS3 games. I can't play them oh, yeah, on my PS4. I have, to, I have to drag out my box here of my PlayStation 3 and hook it all up, and then like, I can't just... It's a baby step, but if PlayStation 5 isn't backwards compatible, like... Because I, I, I truly believe Microsoft understands now that, hey, we got to have backwards combat they even threw some shade at playstation i don't know if you guys saw this on twitter the uh, xbox account tweeted out oh you can play over 500 backwards compatible games on xbox for free if you own the game already. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's awesome like, it's like no no purchase required unless you know you don't own the game but honestly just, i think yeah. backwards compatibility should be a staple i used to think that it wasn't that big a deal because the xbox 360 came out before the wii but then yes. once they announced the Wii and they learned that you could put a GameCube disc in it, which isn't even the same size, yeah. it would work. Like, I knew that there's no excuse that any console couldn't the do this. The 360 did have backwards with Xbox One. Yes. Uh, if you, if, very well, limited. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a curated list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then you had later in the later system, you had to have, because they came out without internal hard drives. Right. So you had right, to buy, right, you had right. to have a hard drive attached to your system. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Microsoft... The problem is Sony's like, oh, we we can't make it work. But you know, Microsoft made it work. Like the Xbox One was not designed to be backwards compatible. No, and they worked really hard to make it work. Yeah. Yep. So it's just PlayStation. Hopefully, next generation we'll see something. Yep. I mean, they got the game, the the, the exclusives, but that's besides that. I, they, yeah, all the others. I mean. Yeah, it's a, I mean, shout out to Xbox. They did do that. I mean, they listened to the fans. They listened to the people, and 
they made it backwards compatible. I mean, I'm not a fan of Xbox, but I mean that is cool. I mean, if you got all those, you got all those games that sit on your shelf, and you don't want to hook up. I mean, not everybody's got a whole game room, a whole like right. you know shrine of video game set up, but like everything's connected to this, and they got like you know this power port over ten, here and ten. Uh, splitters yeah yeah nobody's got that like not i mean they're somebody's got that but not everybody does that in their home i mean most people like if i did that in my home my wife would kill me like, <laughs> uh so baby step but not good enough uh story number five spider-man is huge this comes from steve watts over at GameSpot. spider-man uh Sony sold lots of Spider-Man. Cash registers go kaching. Revenue more than Homecoming. Watch out. It's payday for Spider-Man. USA Today reports that Sony sold 3.3 million copies of Marvel's Spider-Man within the first three days of release, setting a new sales record. That that edges out the the prior record of 3.1 million in the first three days set by God of War earlier this year. Pre-orders were a record setter as well as uh, at 1 million copies this figure doesn't account for sales of the PlayStation 4 Pro bundle that included a specially painted console and a copy of the game. As the report notes, the retail price of $60 would translate to roughly $198 million in revenue, which actually tops the $117 million opening weekend box office for Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, not, all the co- not all of the copies would have been sold for exactly $60, so the actual figure could be a bit less. Plus, the comparison is a little skewed given that movie tickets uh, cost significantly less than a new video game, but it's still an impressive achievement. Quote, our expectations are always set at at the highest levels, said Sony Global VP of Sales Stephen Turvey. It's met and exceeded all expectations. I think the company and the campus and our fans are super proud of it. He added that Insomniac Games brought Spider-Man back in a way that you want to experience it. Marvel Spider-Man is a critical success as well. It scored an aggregate 87 on GameSpot, sister site, Metacritic. Sony is planning three narrative expansions through the rest of the year, along with a new Game Plus mode. And GameSpot's review of Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, So, this is... uh, Spider-Man 2 is happening. (laughs) (laughs) All this money... All this money, they're definitely going keep cashing in on spider-man and this is really cool um it's sony's fastest selling exclusive uh over three million copies in three days is insane um i think gta 5 sold like five million i think in the first week or something crazy so obviously and for spider-man to sell this many on an exclusive platform is really um, crazy. So, uh, I actually just platinumed the game last night. So <laughs> I'm ready for the DLC and uh, for a sequel right now. So probably not till PlayStation Five though. Um, the question is, will you get more achievements with the DLC and then lose your platinum, or how does that work? Uh, with platinums, how it works is uh, the DLC does have their own trophy list, but you keep your platinum because it's like a separated list. The DLC doesn't have platinum trophies though, but you can get all the trophies, so you can keep your one hundred percent line, <laughs> which I will be doing because I love Spider Man. Uh, this next story uh, is a 
little bit more complicated because the story just broke uh, yesterday as a recording. So uh, I do have uh, the page open over from uh, US Gamer. Uh, but I'll just give you just a quick brief uh, thing. On Friday, uh, there were rumors that Telltale had laid off all but like 25 of their staff. Uh, and they the staff was to finish The Walking Dead final season. But more reports came out uh, saying that the 25 people was supposed to be working on something else for Netflix, I think. And then um, uh, The Walking Dead final season was canceled which is uh, interesting, but we can talk about that in a minute. But um, the, there, I'm going to read a statement from the Telltale CEO. Uh, Today, Telltale Games made the difficult decisions to begin a majority studio closure following a year, of, uh, a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning, with a small group of 25 employees staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. CEO Pete Holly issued the following statement. Uh, it's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we worked to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of the, our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. Uh, Telltale will issue further comments regarding its project portfolio in the coming weeks. Um, so they were working on uh, Walking Dead final season, which is ongoing, or was ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, they were going to do Wolf Among Us season two next year, as well as a Netflix Stranger Things uh, game. <laughs> uh, and there was, they, I can't remember, I didn't look it up before, but they are working on some kind of Minecraft story mode version for Netflix. I think that's what the crew is working on. I don't. I don't know exactly what that is. If it's like a, like a, a just an animated series, or if Netflix is trying to make a game. I don't know. I didn't look it up, but it's uh, incredibly sad because Telltale. You know, they did good work. They uh, did. Huh. I, I was just agreed. Oh, I think you said they did. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, the only game uh, that I played from them was the Batman Season 1 Telltale. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys play any Telltale? I played most of the Season 1 for Batman, uh, and I, I enjoyed it while I was playing it. I kind of got distracted by other things at the time, but um, it, it seemed pretty good from what I played. Uh, I actually have not played a Telltale game. I have seen a lot of the advertising for them, and I always meant to, but I never got around to it because I always had other stuff going on or I couldn't afford it or yeah. I didn't own the console yet. Uh, just from watching them this past year, I can say that their main problem came from using a 10-year-old engine that was constantly broken, uh, and they were spreading themselves really thin across all these IPs. Mm-hmm. You know, they did... Obviously, The Walking Dead. They did Wolf Among Us, which is like a fable comic series. Um, they did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I, as I understand, it was not well received. Uh, two Batman seasons, uh, a Minecraft, two seasons, I think, of Minecraft. So they spread themselves really thin, and they didn't take the time to stop and work on their engine and really focus on on one project or, or even two maybe three projects they they just spread themselves too thin i think um 
Yeah, they did a Borderlands series as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, Borderlands uh, was another one that was really popular. One of the uh, things I'm most curious about is in the comment by the director, I think it was the CEO, he mentions that it was incredibly difficult as we worked to set the company on a new course. But then later he talked about how even though his games were well-received, they didn't translate to sales. So I'm curious if it was this new business direction that they were trying to attempt to go to that ended up bringing them down, or if it was the fact that they just weren't getting sales. Probably both. Um, they they did um, lay off more people earlier this year, and so I did see people on, on Twitter and stuff saying, oh, Microsoft should buy them. Well, I'm thinking that probably would have those talks probably would have already happened at the earlier round of layoffs. Um, and closing now is probably, you know, it's done. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think, yeah. I think if they were going to buy it, they would have bought it before yeah. the right. shutdown, before everybody kind of went their ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. That actually kind of worries me though, because, you know, they sort of pioneered the whole idea of episodic gaming, which is something that I enjoy very much in a certain series that we'll talk about later, I guess. But I'm worried, you know, is this going to be something that ends up translating to other episodic games that will eventually destroy the medium? Or is that something that is going to be able to stick around just because they're able to develop better stories? Besides them, I think the only one that comes to mind about the episodic thing is, you know, Life is Strange. Uh, And that is backed by a studio or, or developer that is owned by Square Enix. So I don't think you're going to... And they and they like to take their time to the things. Like, they've only released... No, I'm sorry. They released three games. They they invented the, the Vampire, I think, is one of their games. But uh, besides that, it was only those two Life is Strange games, I believe. So... And the second Life well, is Strange game was even licensed out to another oh, group. Oh, okay. So even then, like... I think they are a lot more conservative about what they're doing and, and creating their own story instead of trying to license all these these different properties and, and stuff. So so hopefully I mean obviously they did they did a lot for the storytelling game genre. So hopefully we um, don't see maybe hopefully we see more and not less in the future. Uh, and that is the end of our news segment. Uh, moving down to new release dates. The only one that I could find from this week, I'm sure there were more, but this is the only one I could find. Uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, which I believe is the first three Phoenix Wright games, uh, coming early 2019 to PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Oh, wow. And those were the lawyer. The, the lawyer I never played him, but like lawyer, uh, you they're, figure yeah, they're, out. Like yeah. story driven. It's almost like yeah. almost like it's just a story driven. So, yeah. like a hey, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's played out. You, you like try and figure out who's lying and how to. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the objection meme comes from that series. Yeah, I've been curious about the series before. I thought about picking it up a couple of times, but now that it's coming to Switch, I probably will. If you want me to buy a game, release it on the Switch, and I might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very convenient. Uh, notable releases this week, Valkyria Chronicles 4 on Tuesday the 25th uh, on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Uh, the Walking Dead, the final season, episode 2, I think, is still happening on Tuesday, September 25th, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Nintendo Switch. And they said that, that that's canceled, so what happens to the people who already bought it? Like, do they not get the money? Like, Or did they get their money back? <laughs> <laughs> Oops! <laughs> <laughs> dog. Uh, he uh, 
So, like, do they get the money back? Do they just out of luck? Or? Well, they should. You would think that they would pay the money back. I mean, they'd have to give the money back or else the people would be in an uprising. And... Yeah, but, I mean, if you can't pay your employees, how are you going to well, yeah, well, pay returns? Not, it's canceled, so I don't know. Well, that would be poor handling of the, sure of the finances. I mean, get blood out of a turnip, like... Well, I understand, but they, I mean, that money comes in. I mean, if you, you would think you wouldn't, you know, delegate that money out to places before you, the game is officially released. You wouldn't count your chickens before so. they're hatched. People do that all the time, Aaron. Well, I, well you would think a business, maybe that's why they're going out of business. There we go. <laughs> There's the answer. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more news we'll talk about next week. Uh, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1 on Thursday, Woo. the 28th. PS4, Xbox One, PC. Caleb's very excited. I am very excited. Uh, Dragalia Lost on Thursday, September 28th, which is Nintendo's new IP mobile game on Android and iOS. Which I am excited. I, I, signed, also, up. I signed up for the thing, too. <laughs> uh, so, well, I'll, I'll, Aaron won't be here next week, but I'll, t- I'll talk about it next week. I'll play it. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z on Friday, the 28th, for Nintendo Switch. Very, very popular game. Uh, and also FIFA 19 on Friday. Uh, September 28th on PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Um, we are in the fall season. Why, so, no, why in the, I just why is FIFA 19 coming out on PS3 and Xbox 360? Because it still sells. That's just like just crazy. On Wii. Like <laughs> that's just nuts for some reason. I don't, I don't know, but. Now, like, how many years did PS2 have the Madden games? It's crazy. Oh, I know. I just I saw <laughs> that. I was like, yep. that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, what have we been playing? Aaron, why don't you start <laughs> us off? All right. So, as you all know, I've been playing that Wizard of Oz game on the DS. Beat it. <laughs> it was a great game. Got to the end. I mean, it's there's some... I mean, He's you would think... Is it the Wicked Witch? I mean, spoiler alert. I, just throw this out there. <laughs> All right, now you fight you, audience, you fight four witches to get these eggs to get back to the because you're in a land and the, the strongest <laughs> you're witch in you're in Oz oh. and you follow the, the there's the yellow brick road it's all there okay. but you got a different there's summer winter autumn and that's it another spring sorry I forgot about spring there's the four seasons they're all there each season is represented by a witch you got to beat the witch get her eggs and give them back to the wizard oz so he can become the most powerful wizard and rule over the land of oz but, so wait is, is this two... canon to the movie or not no. no but wait aren't two of the witches supposed to be good or something those witches are no longer there like if you anybody wicked fans out there alphabet is gone uh, all right okay the Wicked Witch. I didn't do anything with Wicked. Like, <laughs> so is this? But it's not canon, right? No, it's not canon. Okay, I was going to ask about the so, Wicked Witch. To the, you go to through the all, list. you get the eggs, and you go back, and turns out, <laughs> flip the switch on you, is Oz is the bad guy. Uh, so you have to fight Oz. Uh, and plot twist. Yeah, <laughs> plot twist. Then you fight Oz, do and it becomes remember, good. Sorry, this is totally random. I just thought about this the other day. The Oz movie that came out like 10 years ago with James Franco. And yes. That movie was wonderful. I feel I remember I going to see it, but I don't it remember well. anything except James Franco. Oh, it was a great, it's a great Oz, the great and powerful. He played himself in that movie. He plays himself in every movie. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. It's an awesome movie. But I don't remember it very well. So I beat that game, and then this past weekend I went out and I actually bought another DS game, another I mean, kind of hidden gem called a game called Rhapsody, which was originally released on the PS1, and bought it, played it, beat it. It's only about it's about a ten to twelve hour game. Not very much there. It's an RPG. It's called Rhapsody, a musical adventure. <laughs> so, 
And you play a, a female protagonist who is going to sound really cheesy at first. I just got to play through this, but who falls in love with the prince, but then the prince gets turned to stone by these witches. And then your whole goal is you have to find a way to save the prince. And it's actually for a short game. Great story. Glad I played it. Very good investment. I got it for like 10 bucks at GameStop. So, um, Where just. Did you drive from it? I didn't. We weren't down. <laughs> we were in. Well. It was a double whammy. I, I multitasked. So yeah. we went to, I told my wife, I was like, hey, let's go to Jungle Gyms. And so we went to Jungle Gyms, which is in Cover. Fairfield, Ohio. Cover. It was. Cover. It was. <laughs> so I went there, and then I was like, oh, by the way, did you know there's a GameStop down the road? And so I went there, and I already knew it because I had the game on hold when yeah. I got there. <laughs> so I went there, and I got the game. So now I have and jumped into another DS title, and this one's going to take me a little bit longer. But now I'm playing Dragon Quest IV. Mm. Uh, yeah, chapters, chapters of the Chosen. <laughs> Yep, I looked up if you there's a website, popular website called How Long to Beat. Mm, no, no, yeah, it's a great website. <laughs> so I looked it up, and it's on average for a completionist. If you do everything in the game, it's about forty five hour game. Oh, that's not too bad. So, no, it's not too bad compared to Dragon Quest Seven and Eight, which is well into the hundreds. <laughs> yes. So, but cool. yeah, so I'm starting that's my cool. journey with the Dragon Quest games. Um, so I bought Undertale on the Switch. <laughs> uh, I haven't, ha- I haven't actually beaten it yet, though. Also, surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, been playing some Minecraft. And that's pretty much forever and always. You know, just <laughs> play with friends, whatever. It's fun. Uh, I took a bit of a break from Kingdom Hearts because of Spider Man. So now I need to get back to that. Um, other than Did that, you platinum Spider Man? I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just have I kind of just. Spider Man. Your brother platinum and you didn't? We now know who the true gamer is around here. What? <laughs> uh, mm, mm. <laughs> Caleb and Tyler, you guys want to talk about Undertale for a little bit? I would sure. love to talk about Undertale. <laughs> uh, I actually pre-ordered the collector's edition. Has it come? Uh, it has not come. I actually got an email from the company that's supposed to be sending them my way. It was supposed to come two days after... I'm sorry, the day after launch. But I got an email that day saying that, hey, something came up with our production team. And we're not actually going to be able to ship these games out until next week at the earliest. So I have no clue when I'm going to be getting this game. <laughs> but I have already played it on the PC, and I was the one that introduced it to Tyler. And I have it on PS4, but I haven't played it yet because I'm trying to get my roommate to play it. And I, if you know anything about Undertale, spoilers, your choices are permanent. So <laughs> I can't play the game until he does because I will affect Just his game. make a separate profile on your PS4. I didn't know that could work. <laughs> I only got a PS4 this year, so there's a lot of stuff I don't know about it yet. It actually took me multiple days to find out how to get Captain Spirit from that Strange. <laughs> <laughs> because the PSN um, store is garbage. It yeah. is garbage. So. so something about Undertale on the Switch, um, in the trailer for the the launch trailer for the game, uh, there's a specific little moment in the trailer where there's something new just on the screen. And off to the side it says, almost nothing is new. Right, like almost no new content. And I'm like, but wait, that means there's new content. <laughs> so what's the new content? So, I don't know, I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> I don't know, like... I, yeah. there's, a, yeah, like, there's nothing I in just, there, it's gone. <laughs> there, it, it's, it would not surprise me at all knowing Toby Fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Uh, I think something popped up in my YouTube recommendation the other day, but I avoided it because I didn't want to see it without seeing it in the game first. So the real question is, are you going to be a monster again and do a genocide run, or are you going to be content with the one time you did that, that you were a monster? <laughs> so I've considered making a second Switch profile, 
where I'm just the worst person in any game I ever play. <laughs> I can I ask a question for just, sorry, yeah. since I'm a like Undertale, have no idea what the game is. It's a genocide run. Explain that. Uh, I'll start by saying that the less you know about Undertale, the more entertaining the story is. But I will tell you that there are three different paths you can choose to take. There is the pacifist run, where you choose to kill nobody. The neutral run, where you kill some people but not everybody. And then the genocide run, where you go out of your way to kill not only all of the things you encounter, but find all of the things that aren't going to encounter you and kill those things too. (laughs) (laughs) I I did that. I played it one time. Because that's all you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) I played it one time. It was a neutral run. Caleb was like, so you're doing the passives? I'm like, no, that's, that's... this was what happened to me. That's like, I don't need to play the game. killed something on the first level. Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, they shouldn't come at me. They don't want to die, you that's what I'm went saying. to their house. So She brought me to her house. Is the ending the same every time you play it? No, actually. The first time you play through it, there's only two endings you can access. The neutral ending or the genocide ending. And depending on which one you do, you'll get a hint as to what you can do in the next game to unlock the pacifist ending. Um... If you, you choose, if you are really like Jeremy and you don't want to play the game ever, you can <laughs> technically complete the second ending in a couple of minutes. If you play a neutral playthrough as a pacifist, whenever yeah. you beat the game, you can reload your save right at the end and then immediately go to the pacifist ending. Um, mm-hmm. Well, there are certain re- extra requirements you have to fulfill. Well, you can fulfill those all in a neutral ending, your first playthrough as well. No, you can't. <laughs> You're mistaken. All right. I did this. So, I played this game five times. So the game's on Nintendo Switch now, so you can take your friends wherever you go and murder them if you want to, I guess. Uh, Caleb, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I've actually been playing through Kingdom Hearts um, in order to prepare for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, obviously. Yeah. Um, after platinuming Birth by Sleep, I was sort of in a rut. Where I didn't want to play the next game, which was Kingdom Hearts 1, because it's awful. You're awful. Oh, I don't even... This is why he should not have came. That's why... I, <laughs> but I ended up playing, and I beat it, and now I am moving on to is Chain of Memory. Is it as bad as you think it is the first time? It was not as bad as it was the first time I played through it. I will admit that. Uh, because I can appreciate the nuances of the story a little bit better. But I will not change my position that the game was written poorly as an introduction to the series. I don't think I could roll my eyes any harder. <laughs> I'm, I'm just give you guys an idea. There's a big white devil between me and Caleb, and I'm about to hop over it. In any case, I beat Kingdom Hearts 1 and have moved on to Chain of Memories, which I have been told I will either love it or hate it, and I actually really enjoy it. See, that's why... I don't, I I don't understand. That makes no sense. I'm one of those rare people... People? People? <laughs> I'm one of those rare people that I'm actually kind of neutral towards Chain of Memories in that I don't hate the game, but I don't love its combat system either. It's kind of just like, you get used to it. It's whatever. There's only like 20 minutes of cutscenes that I enjoy, and that's it. After beating Sora's playthrough, I started Riku's, found out that it was a little bit different, and then I started jumped into Union Cross because I found out that if you do something in Union Cross you can get an exclusive Keyblade. Yeah, you play all these little Game & Watch games. And once I beat the little Game & Watch games... Which are the worst? <laughs> I like. I Honestly, like I've them. never played the Bingham. They're I can't, worse I can't, than Kingdom Hearts One. Your opinion wow. does not matter to me right now. Anything Kingdom Hearts. Any, yeah, you're right. But wow. <laughs> in any case, once I beat those mini games, I figured I already have the app installed. I might as well play that. So I have 
just finished playing through all of the episode, all of the quests that they have unlocked, which is eight hundred at this point. You played through all of them. He all played through them. all of them. All right. So Union Cross recently did this update uh, in the last <laughs> month or two, where they just made it possible so you could get just so much strength and power really early on in this game out they, of they introduce something called seven star metal now normally the path you're supposed to take is you're supposed to get a low level one star metal and then evolve it and level it up well but because they get three or four stars i don't know i wouldn't I, yeah I you don't know part. because you because i you because i played those mini games <laughs> and each of those mini games offer like a thousand jewels which is a like a currency you can buy in with real money or you can earn it slowly in the game each one of those mini games gave me like a thousand jewels, and then because of uh, I was a new time player, they started me off with another ten thousand jewels. So I started the game with like fifteen thousand jewels, and I immediately bought like seven star packs. Oh my goodness! So I'm on level one with the strongest metals in the game, and I one shot everything. I I even got to the quest one hundred eight hundred Tyler, and I still one shot everything. I'm yeah. in proud mode well, now, still one shot. After everything. I started doing that, yeah, I did too. <laughs> But I didn't used to have that. It was a struggle and a slow grind, and I hated it, but I wanted the story. <laughs> I have yeah, as Union much Cross of the story as possible. Is the most filler game I've ever seen in my life. It is. You are not mistaken. Um, <laughs> it really is. So I have, uh, like I said earlier, I platinum Spider-Man last night, which was very fun. Just waiting on that DLC now. Uh, and so I jumped back into Octopath today. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> keep on... Just keep on shaving it off. <laughs> it's like... Exactly. 45 hours in. 800 no quests later. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I also, uh, I did a lot of yard work this morning, uh, but uh, after that I kind of redid I my... that was a game. No, it's not. But, I, but after that I redid some of my cabling behind my TV and I plugged in my Wii U, re-plugged in... Because um, earlier this year, after God of War, I played. I finished that. Uh, I started playing Metroid Prime Two um, on Wii, and at that time, uh, I won't get into the whole thing. My my sister's family had to live with us for a couple months, and it was just a little bit too much to have the Wii sensor bar and people walking in and out uh, in front of you and trying to play. This. So I was just like, I'll, I'll put this away from now. So now I'll be jumping, like, splitting between that and Octopath, so. Nice. But yeah, got about halfway through Metroid Prime 2. In anticipation for Metroid Prime 4, maybe someday, hopefully, at least. (laughs) (laughs) So, next up is our 20 questions game that we started last week. We'll see if these guys can get it. This time they did not. I'm still kicking myself. Caleb, have you ever heard of Attack and the Power of Juju, the game? I have heard of that game. Wasn't it also a TV show? It was a TV show, yes. That was the game I picked last week, and they did not get it. I hate myself. <laughs> that would take me. Out the it answer. would be very difficult for me to guess that one. It's been so long since I've heard anything about that. It was a fun game, as far as I remember. It made it made me want to pick it back up to see what it was like, but I don't. I mean, you're like throwing out like Matrix Two on the GameCube. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- these games are extremely obscure. Like, you're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that obscure. All right, let's oh, yeah, let's yeah, see what Jeremy picked this year. Oh, uh, this right. week. you know how you know how twenty questions. Yeah, you get 20 questions. Yes, you do. Yeah, so we each, like, we go in a circle. Yeah, I get it. Oh, so I have to rely on two-thirds of these questions to be good? Yep. So so what are you saying? We're not smart? I'm saying I've never played this game with you guys. Well, well, we're here to tell you that we're not smart. (laughs) All right, I got a game here. 
Uh, Aaron, you ask your first question. Hmm. Is this game a console exclusive? Is it exclusive to a console? Are certain like PlayStation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it exclusive to Nintendo? No. Is it exclusive to PlayStation? Uh, yes. <clears throat> All right. Is this game a platformer? <laughs> that question again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are platforms, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, also, also, yeah, it's a platform game. <laughs> okay, which means that's somewhat not. So just remember that. <laughs> it took him forever to answer it, so it's okay. It's, it must be some kind um, of hybrid. I just is it? <laughs> that doesn't bode well. <laughs> is it a fan? What? what? Sorry. Go what? No. Okay. Go is it a fantasy styled no. game? Is the main character a human? It is. is it, does it take place in modern day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, about, I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, <laughs> not an answer. <laughs> not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> is it a game that I play during my no. okay <laughs> you guys need to you have a narrowed down time you you know it's playstation you don't know what the time period you don't you know it's a platformer you know it's a dude we don't know what well, kind the only what... reason we don't know what time it is is because you're kind of iffy on what, whether it's modern or not <laughs> well you just no, remember no, I'm but, sorry I meant like when it was released we also oh, don't know what, okay. pl- what, con- what playstation console it was on yeah uh, see I that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb's trying to think of a question. I am. I want to be careful about this. <laughs> See, I feel like you guys are going to know more about the release dates and stuff like that, whereas maybe I can help by narrowing it down, like, about gameplay stuff. We know it's a platformer. And we know that the king character is human. Uh, that narrows it down quite a bit. <laughs> but we know it's not Spyro, so... We can throw that out the water. Yeah. Trust me. I thought about that last week, too. I'm like, it's fire. Was, nope. That was completely wrong. Um, you said it's not fantasy? No, I would not consider this to be a fantasy game. Uh, is it a RPG? No, no, it's a platformer. It's a platformer. You wasted a question. An RPG can be a platformer. Dark oh, Souls okay. is a platformer. <laughs> Minecraft is a first-person shooter. It is a platformer in the true sense of a platformer. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Click. Got it. Is this on the PlayStation 1? Yes. We're at 10 questions. <laughs> okay, I know. Guys, we got so... 10 more to go. Mm. Have no idea. Mm. PlayStation 1 exclusive. Platformer as platformers can be. Uh, I'm trying to think it. We, we didn't have good PlayStation 1 games. No. <laughs> Tyler did not play right, this right. game. I Just had a game in my that, head, now thing. it's gone. I don't know, like, a ton of... You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> You're right. Forget everything you know. <laughs> One who knows nothing can understand nothing. <laughs> Who's um, it's, it's mine. I'm, still, I'm trying to think of a good question. Uh, so, so you... <laughs> You said it was kind of modern era-ish. Like, you weren't really... Is that your question? 
No, no, I'm, I'm asking him to clarify on a previous question. We're still okay. trying to get him to answer your question from earlier. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not fantasy. It's about as modern is it, as this. Is it sci-fi? No, it's not. <laughs> Was it ever re-released? I don't. Actually, yes, it was remade. Yes. I don't mm. own it. Don't, don't look at my show. <laughs> is it a licensed game? No. It's, a, it's an original. Mm. <laughs> I want to be careful about this, but I don't... Main characters, human, non-fantasy world, modern-ish, no sci-fi, 90s, because it's PS1. Uh... You could ask questions about the plot, maybe, or like if it had sequels, or if it's still around, or stuff like that. Is are they are they still making, like, are are there sequels to this game? There are sequels to this game. See, this is probably gonna go over my head, but I don't know what. As the only when I think as platformer as a platformer can get, I first think of either Sonic or Contra. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Well, why would you not put Mario in there? Sonic does not go before Mario. But anyways, continue. Mario is a platformer as platformers can get <laughs> the platformer yeah you guess it more of like an rpg mario mario yeah that's why they made super mario rpg <laughs> how is mario there's a story like mario super mario brothers has no story. yeah mm-hmm. crash bandicoot has a story it's yeah. a platformer i'd also consider it an rpg but it's a story <laughs> um <laughs> Are all of the characters in this game fictional? I'm sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading important things. Are all of the characters in this game fictional? Yes. Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to give you guys an extra question because I was mistaken. This game does not... It, it's in modern time, but it actually takes place across many times. So it's like a time travel game. <laughs> Sounds like sci-fi elements are here. Yeah! Sounds like sci-fi! Sci-fi-ish, I guess. Okay, that was all Tyler. Hmm. Okay. Good. So yeah, it is sci-fi-ish. You guys couldn't see it. across multiple times. So I'll give you guys a couple of questions. You're at 15. I'll give you to 25. Since I was... (laughs) So now I'm thinking of Mirror's Edge. It's Aaron's turn. I I asked if every character was fictional. PlayStation. I know. (laughs) But that's the most platformer game I can think of. Aaron, you're probably the one who's going to know this. Mm, I'm trying to think of different games, and I'm pulling up a blank. Um, Does the main character use, mm, let's say, military-grade weapons? Not military, no. 
I, he. No, he does have a weapon. Yes. But not military. Like. Okay. So like no guns. Well, maybe guns, but not military. It's guns. No big guns. Yes. <laughs> Remember this PlayStation One game. <laughs> so I mean, there were military games, but not a platform metal military game. <laughs> Contra. I should. I mean, does he? Can he? Will he? Does I should ask? Does he use Austrian military like like assault rifles or pistols? <laughs> is this game? Which is not military, I don't but know PlayStation One games. Like, I am trying to think of a platformer game. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know like good PlayStation One games, <laughs> like the really good ones. Um, you can yield any time. Traveler, uh, non-military grade weapons could be a god. You could though. try and see um, if it was like a developed by like a first party, third party. Uh, another question you could ask. I can't remember what games were announced on the PS Classic. No. Can I look up a list of PS? No. <laughs> No internet. Can't look anything up. No internet. Copy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't remember what games were announced for the PS Classic. That wouldn't be one of those. It wouldn't be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it? Uh. uh in case you guys are wondering, that's a tornado coming through your house. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Hurricane Force. <laughs> <laughs> Did they release a sequel in the past year? Past year? Yes. Mm. No. Did they release a sequel in the past two? I'm kidding. Am I allowed to ask the other two participants questions? Sure. I mean, I kind of like. Will that the... count? No. Is uh, Metal Gear Solid, a platformer. I've never played it, so I don't know. But no, he uses military grade weapons. He is, so a, yeah, he is like he's, yeah, he's. I don't think military. Yeah, military. yeah, he, yeah, he is. Like he is one man military. He shut down the military. <laughs> so. Time travel. No, I've never played any of those knowledge. games. So what about are any of the Final Fantasy games? Uh, no, they're all role playing games. Okay. I'll, well, they're not all, but you're. I've never you're, played one, so I remember. I know yeah. nothing about it. Your main games. You can just say no, and we'll move on. Well, they. Okay, no. Cool. <laughs> um, let's see. Every character's fictional human protagonist. Um, is it 3D? Yes. It's 3D. Yep. Mm. 3D platformer. That's going to be the next question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> this is a... I will say this is a very unique game. This might help you uh, regarding a controller. Regarding a controller. So it needed like a special controller. Huh. I don't... <laughs> For the PlayStation yeah. 1? I've got nothing. Yes. <laughs> it's very unique. In this regard, I don't think I've ever heard of this, so I'm probably. <laughs> in regards to the analog sticks, mm. there's only one game I can think of, I, and it might be wrong. This is wrong because I don't know if it came out on the PlayStation. Was it? Is it Monkey Ball? No, because that was that required <laughs> the use of an analog no, stick. I will say was... I won't give it to you, but if you if you make a game guess, then that that's that's your guess for the thing. 
So, because I didn't tell you that, I let it slide this time. But no, that wasn't Monkey Ball. Okay, because that's the only game. I was like, that's not really much of a platformer. That was on GameCube, I think. It was. I think it was the earliest one. It was on GameCube, I think. Yeah, PlayStation because I'm required. You cannot play it with the controls. It had to be. Yeah, but I mean, if it was on GameCube, it wouldn't have been on PS One. Analog. See, that's new because (laughs) PlayStation One didn't have analog. It did. That's what I'm saying. It's very unique in that. Yeah. Do you know? <laughs> I might. Tell this question. But I don't know if there's time travel involved. <laughs> yeah, see, Monkey Ball, he didn't go back in time. <laughs> was this released toward? Was this released towards the end of the PS1's lifespan? I'm gonna hate life if I know this game. I think I might you have a clue. Uh, yes, it was it released near the end of the lifespan. Okay. Is it part of a trilogy? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I define trilogy as only three games in the series, not counting re-releases or remasters. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not know. This is have, frustrating. On trail. How many questions we got left? Uh, Two. I gave you the 25, though, because I was mistaken. So, seven? Seven. seven oh, yeah. questions left. Am I allowed to... Oh, wait. I thought it was... It's yeah, mine. <laughs> I have no idea what else to ask, because I cannot believe I do not know this game. <laughs> you, you don't know that. Am I allowed to help uh, him with questions? So frustrating. You guys can talk about things. Can I be like, hey... Can you maybe ask this? It's kind of asking the question. I mean, can I yeah, tell him what I think ask... it is? Am I allowed to tell him what I think it is? Yeah, you could be like, oh, it could be. I'm this, this, I'm thinking this. it's Jack and Daxter. Wasn't was that PS One or was it PS Two? I know it came out <laughs> PS One because I know that Did Jack it? and Daxter Three came out on PS Two, and I don't. That's think right. They, yeah. And why don't you just? Go, why right. about just like I <laughs> forfeit my turn over to you, and you just announce that game announcement? That's that'll it. be it. That'll be your guess. Now you won't be able to guess I mean, again. We can keep guessing things like, does he have a semi-animal companion? <laughs> That's fair. Sure. Like, we can narrow this but, down, and yeah, if do it's that. not Jack and Daxter, that, that question will tell us. <laughs> what? Yeah, Eric, ask that question. What was that question again, Caleb? Does he have a semi-animal companion? Does he have a semi-animal companion? <laughs> it's not See, Jack and Daxter. So not Jack and Daxter. <laughs> See, we would have we lost it. <laughs> Yeah, duh, Caleb. Yeah, I didn't think the first one. I thought the first one would have been PS1. What stinking game uses the analog (laughs) only? I don't remember because the analog, when the PlayStation 1 first came out, the controller only had, it didn't have analog. Right, I mean, then they came out with the DualShock. Yep. So that was, which came out, yeah, with the analog sticks, which came out at the end of the PlayStation, towards the end of the place, before the PlayStation 2. Yeah, but he just said that this game is released. I understand that, Tyler, what he said. (laughs) That makes sense. I'm saying for it to use only the analog sticks on a PlayStation 1 game is extremely unique and narrows it down to like, I mean, the titles in the PlayStation 1 goes on. I mean, you can build a bridge with them. I mean, I have no idea what. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm so mad. (laughs) I mean, we're talking about thousands of games that came out on the PlayStation 1. And there's one game. It's like like a needle in a haystack. I'm not giving up, but I don't think I'll know what this game is. Well, like, I don't think I'll have a guess. Questions, right down. <clears throat> yeah. No phones. Okay. Tyler. 
What? What? I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I just put my hand. Okay. Anyway, um, was this human person a teenager? <laughs> yes. Hang on, let me verify. While he's verifying, I would like to ask the next question of. Does Sony still own rights to this character? What? Yeah, this is a yes. Sony, Sony owns this, this these games. Uh, Tyler, I'm gonna go say uh, yeah. It's a teenager. Okay, just trying to narrow it down a bit. <laughs> but that just means that it's an older teenager because he had to check. Yeah. Oh, well, it could be a younger. He could be a kid. I mean, if he's clearly 13, like Sora. Or if he's 10. <laughs> so when, it, you, when you're dealing with poly games, you gotta, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I could tell Kid Link was a kid. It's a platformer, 3D, uses only analog sticks, and I have no idea what the game is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to have to, I mean, I obviously don't want to. Okay. I'm going to concede. Why? My turn. Why not ask like time periods that this person supposed to multiple time periods, Tyler? Multiple. multiple. How, you can't ask like, hey, did he travel? How many? Tell me the time period. It's yes or no question. No. Okay. I mean, I meant like ask about a specific time period. I don't did know. they travel I don't to know. 3000 BC? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I know it's 3001. Down, and I got nothing. Okay. Does he? Does it? Does he travel to the prehistoric era? Alright, so uh, then there's my uh, question. That's a question. I'm never taking your advice again, Tyler. Smooth way move. Way to be that way, okay. Smooth move. Yeah, I took the advice of a, of a fellow. I don't know what you are, but. And it, it failed. To be fair, that happened You're with me worst. too, but mine was a little bit more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying. Alright, go on, Tyler. It's your turn. I don't know. Um. I know. Think of, I don't know how to narrow this down anymore. It's it's late PS One analog controller. I mean, there's the, I mean, if you're not getting it by now, it's just not gonna come. I'm not gonna get it because I can't think. I mean, I have no idea. Right. Apparently, Caleb might have a chance at it. I don't know. I don't think Caleb. He might. He might hear about this, but I don't think he'll be able to hear it. Let's let's let this may be the day I quit playing video games. I'm just question. saying, if this is a game I've played, I'll be so mad. Did they ever try to make a movie out of it? No. So it's not Rocket Power. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Rocket Power. Rocket Power was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's not a movie. Okay. Yeah, I was I was really banking on Jack and Daxter, but Yeah. Alright, so we just right. unanimously yeah. agree to concede. Yeah, go. Alright. Released in nineteen ninety nine exclusive for PlayStation One. Man, I was old enough to remember. <laughs> Using that was the, year I was the only game to use the analog sticks exclusively, Ape Escape. That's it. <laughs> yes, I know. The, I, I was thinking in my head. I said I saw the picture because you walk around and you had the net and you use the the right or the yeah the right analog stick to swing the net and the left analog stick move the character. But in my head, I saw Monkey Ape Ball. Escape. In my mouth came out Monkey Ball. <laughs> 
I just so stupid. I knew I knew what game that was. Yes, because I. Is there a time traveling in a game called Ape Escape? The monkeys get a different time. I never played it, but I do remember. Yes, because it was the only game you could not. You had to catch monkeys or something. It's the name hey, or something. You had to do something. You had to catch something with a net. Do you have to catch monkeys? Man, what was I doing? That was dumb. Should have given it to me for monkey ball. Now you know how I felt last. Yes, there was Ape Escape. Ape well, Escape there's 2. There's a lot of them, actually, but there's a lot of spin-off games. But... Oh, for two, guys. Oh, for two. Is either going to be Ape Escape or Crisis Core on PSP? I, I could have got that one. I could have got that. You should have uh, done I'll Crisis Core. for a rainy day. But, uh, Man. Uh, tune in next week. Hey, in my defense, I was closest. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron almost got it. <laughs> it said Monkey Bottom. I'm like, oh, so close. <laughs> so close. Jack and Daxter. Man. Good try there. Yeah, that was PS2 there. Yeah, I thought it was. I didn't know when the first one came out, but I knew that the, I knew that at least three came out on. I knew that at least Dragon Daxter three came out on PS2. That was good. So Tyler, I just I hoped that it didn't help very much. But. Yeah, Eric. Now you know how I feel, felt last week after finding out it was Tag the Power Juju. <laughs> yeah, but are you, they always going to be like that obscure, or who knows? Are you ever going to be like Jack and Daxter? <laughs> Spyro. Well, you can't get it back. Man. Hey, that you was make it super that was a good game. I, I mean, <laughs> just ruin my entire day. <laughs> we can shot. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you rate uh, us on iTunes or wherever you're listening uh, to, uh, and also check out uh, up on uh, the subscription feeds. There should be a, a Spider-Man review that me and Tyler have. Uh, we'll be doing. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Also, spoiler cast, we'll talk about the story as well. So, uh, also make sure to, uh, well, yeah, rate us and <laughs> leave a review because that's very important as we grow uh, this podcast. Thank you for joining us. This week. Hope you